Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Taff, and I'm joined by my co-host, the spicy Megan Spangler, and we have a special guest host in this podcast debut, Mr. Cody the Moose Nosker will be joining us later in the show. We are so excited to have him. This week, we discuss... CinemaCon announcements, including a brief description of Craven the Hunter. Guardians of the Galaxy, is Star-Lord still controversial after Infinity War and Endgame? We're going to dive in and discuss everything and so much more. I've been looking forward to this all week. I'm so, so happy. Me too. I'm so excited. I am so excited. We haven't had our third co-host join us yet, so this should be quite the treat for our listeners. I'm really excited for that. Megan, why don't you kick us off? Okay, so... We, I'm sure everyone has seen the announcement that Craven, the movie, Sony movie, will be rated R, their first rated R movie. When it came out, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who will play Craven, was asked if it'll be rated R, and he said, yeah, it'll be rated R. So everyone lost their minds. It, it's just, it's a huge deal because it's a, it's a really dark character. He's violent. I'm so excited for this, and yeah. I can't, like... I can't believe that Sony is doing a rated R movie, especially after releasing two Venom movies as PG-13. This is pretty incredible. And I honestly have some thoughts on this that we're going to get into later. It's going to be grand. Aaron Taylor Johnson called the J.C. Chondor-directed project a Marvel movie grounded heavily in the real world. We know him as a fierce hunter and a highly trained killer. It already sounds good. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited for it. I think that Sony is actually putting, like, putting work into this movie which is a stark contrast to what i originally thought of them like not caring at all and just you know releasing this craven movie with little to no creative juices flowing but i'm really excited i had very low expectations and this actually got me kind of hyped i actually did i actually forgot it was even happening until they made this announcement but <laughs> it was released to everyone at CinemaCon, so we haven't seen anything only the people at CinemaCon have but from what we've heard from quite a few mm -hmm. sources in the world premiere footage, Taylor Johnson's Craven is a tactical stalker with a penchant for cropped leather vests and five-star hair. He shreds his victims viscerally. He shreds viscerally. them viscerally. I was just going to say terribly because I've never said that word before. Often with a primitive claw-shaped weapons. Blood pours freely over the screen and in one intense moment, Taylor Johnson rips the flesh of a target's neck with his teeth and spits it out. Ooh. That sounds awesome. Ugh. It sounds sick. Like I'm I I'm actually excited. Like I think this sounds really good. I know. I feel like Aaron Taylor Johnson like has that crazy like deep down inside and he's this, yeah. I feel he's going to pull it out for this and like just go buck wild <laughs> like ripping people's skin off with his teeth and stuff. Like that sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited because I don't I wasn't expecting this. I really like from what we know about the film, like what we knew previous to this last week when all these revelations came about like i nothing about it made me want to watch it and now i'm like ooh, this sounds kind of good you know i know it, i really like wrote it off just you know oh another sony film about spider-man's villains but now i'm really into it i really i i think aaron taylor johnson has range that no one gives him credit for so i think he'll pull it off yeah i think so too i think he's very talented I do too. And I, he just, does, he's so underrated. So I'm just happy he's back with a Marvel character after he was Quicksilver in uh, Age of Ultron. He was Quicksilver. Yeah. 
So if you don't know about much about Craven the Hunter, it originated in a Marvel comic but has never appeared in a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Historically, he has been portrayed as a former Soviet soldier who took his love for hunting to extremes, clearly, often looking to collect Spider-Man's head to prove he is the greatest hunter alive. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty intense. It is so intense. It, it's ballsy of them to make another movie without Spider-Man. I have to agree. But you know what? I do have to say, I feel like there's something coming. I feel like this is going to lead up to something. Because I feel like they're not just going to be doing all this for no reason. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've had all these different villain movies. They are. I think they're going to do a Sinister Sticks 100%. Um, I hope it's with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I will just die if it's not with Tom Holland's Spider-Man because I love Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Me too. They j- they have to do it because they're making all these villains. It, it, if it leads to nothing, I'm going to be so livid. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to. I, I totally agree with you because it's like it felt like when they started the Venom films, like they didn't really they weren't leading up to something. And now it feels like with the inclusion of like, you know, Tom Hardy's Venom in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, a Marvel Cinematic Universe film, um, with the inclusion of like that en- weird end credit scene at the end of Morbius, it yeah. feels like they're trying to loop it in. And I'm, I'm really excited, especially given like what we're finding out about Madam Web and like those little plot details that have sprinkled out. Um, I'm really excited to see what they're building towards. And I just hope that they're really focusing on quality now instead of just pumping something out. That yeah. is really what my biggest hope is especially moving forward for sony i think they've had like a nice break after venom 2 and morbius like didn't do as well so i think that now i hope that they've regrouped i hope that they've gotten themselves together because i this actually does sound kind of exciting and i'd hate to get my hopes up just to be squished again (laughs) yeah after morbius i'm just so 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 (laughs) nervous just uh, that end scene just did me in and I know that you just recently saw it, so it's fresh yeah. on your mind. Fresh on my mind. That's the red in my ledger is that movie right now. I, <laughs> but, I mean, there's been a lot of talk about what, what the way they're going to take the movie because Aaron Taylor Johnson did mess up one time and said that he was an animal lover, which is highly the opposite of this man. But I'm hoping he just... Just, I, I hoping he just accidentally said it. Like he just, just came out of his mouth, and then immediately, immediately was like, "Oh no, that's not what I should have said." Because his quote was, "He took the role because Craven is not an alien or a wizard. He's just a hunter, a human with conviction, an animal lover and protector of the natural world. He's a very, very cool character, sir. I don't think you know the character." Very interesting to hear that. I mean, at first when he, when I heard it, I thought maybe he meant like he's an animal over, like he loves to hunt. Yeah. Like that's kind of where I took that. But then when it says protector of the natural world, hmm, that doesn't seem like Craven at all. So that's weird. I'm hoping he really just didn't know much about him because this was mm, about uh, six, seven months ago when he said it. So I'm hoping he really didn't know much. And now he mm-hmm. knows because they also could not have been filming then too. It's true. So if you're not familiar with Craven the Hunter in the comics, he's a big game hunter who decides that his claim to fame will be to hunt and kill Spider-Man, which is rude. Very. So he makes it his mission to take his animal murdering skills to New York City to take on Spider-Man. 
To say he's an animal lover and protector of a natural world is a bit of a stretch. The man literally wears animal skin as clothing. That's so wild. That's yeah. so crazy to me because I don't know. I feel like maybe he's messing with the audience. Maybe he was being sarcastic in that interview. I don't know. It just this seems like so opposite of what the character is. And the fact that they in the trailer that they showed or, or the preview that they showed, he was wearing like the vest, right? Like with the animal print. Mm-hmm. So it's like obviously they're keeping that. So that's just odd. I don't know. It's like faux, le- faux fur, but I don't think so. I really do think he just spoke way before he knew anything about the character. And now people are going to hold him to that forever. Well, I don't know. I hope not. Because I, 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 <laughs> I, I really, like, I want to give this movie a chance. I want to give it a chance. I do, too. I, I think it's going to be good. Let's just, you know, yeah, like you said, give it a chance. I mean, I gave Morbius a chance, and I'm not bitter, but I liked Venom. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> I, I liked Venom, though. Venom 2 was, yeah, moving on, because I don't even want to get into Venom 2. <laughs> So we asked our Twitter followers at Mediaverse CU if they're excited, if their excitement is amped up because of the new information that's been released. 67% said they're actually excited now, while 20% said they might still skip it. And 13% said, nah, we'll see. That That's more than I thought would actually be excited, to be fair. Me. Me too. Like, I totally agree. I was expecting it to be like the Matt we'll see was going to be like 70% yeah. and the other <laughs> the others were going to be like the, the trickle down. But yeah, no, I mean, I think that's wild. I'm, I'm really excited, though. And I will say, like, I, like I said before, my expectations for this film before CinemaCon were very, very low. Like to the point where I, again, like Megan said, I kind of forgot about it. And I was just kind of like, oh, I'm, I'll see it because I have to, but not because I want to. But yeah, no, and knowing what I'm knowing now, seeing how the reactions to Aaron Taylor Johnson's uh, performance have been, I'm really excited to see like what comes of it and to see how he takes the character, how they, how Sony portrays the character and just kind of see what's up. I'm excited. I'm excited to see Aaron Taylor Johnson in some loincloth. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but one interesting thing i thought about what was released at CinemaCon was the fact that they're gonna bring back rhino and they're gonna do more of a comic accurate adaptation instead of putting him in like some weird like rhino armor i'm really excited to see how that goes that yeah that w- i didn't expect that but that I mean, that really got me excited because they released that at the same time as saying Craven was rated R. So it was a whole night dedicated to Craven news, which which I like. I was really into that. They definitely pushed it hard. Like they gave a hard marketing push at CinemaCon. Yeah, 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 yeah they did. Well, uh, they should. It's, it's the least they can do after Morbius. <laughs> after we were betrayed by Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, we have a treat. One of our very own most loved moderators of Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped is here with us today. His name is Cody, and he's amazing, and you've probably seen him everywhere over the group. Yay! Welcome, Cody. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Well, thank you guys for having me. We're so happy to have you. Yay! I'm super happy to be here. (laughs) We're so excited. This is awesome. My first podcast, too. Our first guest. I'm so excited. Yes. (laughs) This is so great. So let's dive right into Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Star Lord. Okay. Controversial character. Very. What do we think about Peter Quill's actions leading up to the snap? Uh, this is so so touchy of a subject, but I'll let Cody, since he's our it guest, really go first. Let's hear your thoughts on this, Cody. Um, well, considering that you know Doctor Strange saw all that and it was kind of already meant to happen after watching Endgame and everything, but you know once Infinity War came out, we were all like, "Why." Why would you do this to us? It's all your fault. It's it's all yours. I'm still a little salty about it, but hey, it, it makes sense now. It's fine. I mean... Out of 14 million possible futures, this is the one, so... <laughs> we'll just roll with fair, it. <laughs> yeah, just roll with I it. I probably would have acted pretty outlandish myself, but... I'm not a Guardians of the Galaxy, so he has no excuse. Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Peter, yeah. damn it. Exactly. <laughs> Be better. No, you know what? My thoughts on this have always... I mean, there were there are two key moments that people seem to really, like, uh, criticize a lot when it comes to, you know, between Infinity War and Endgame, like, and the Guardians of the Galaxy. The moment when they're all nowhere and, like, Thanos prevents him from killing Gamora, even though she, like, begged him to do it. And then the other one is the snap, obviously, and how he, you know, could have easily prevented everything and, like, failed miserably because he's stupid. So... <laughs> Honestly, when we go to the first moment, like that one, I kind of have to give it to him. Like, obviously, that's a really hard choice when it's one thing for you to say, like, oh, kill me if like, you know, just so he doesn't find out where the stone is and like another thing to actually have to do it. So that's the first thing. And second of all, Thanos already knew what he knew his daughter. He knew what she was going to tell him to do some stuff like that. So it's like he wasn't surprised. He was expecting it. And I think that either way, if he had decided to just like shoot right away or if he hesitated, it would have ended up the same way anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Thanos definitely called Star-Lord's bluff, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But Star-Lord, he should not have had that much power. Come on. Like, he should have been sidelined. He was not in it to win it. My my dude was going through it. Yeah, no, that one, I don't know. That really, when I saw it in theaters, it didn't really hit me until like a couple hours after. And I'm like, damn, did he really do that? Like, it just, like, it was a delayed reaction. And, and I was like, Starler, why? Like, why would you fuck us all like this? Why? Like, it just, I don't know. Like, and here's the thing though on this, and, and I'm not defending it by any means, because obviously that was very stupid. But when you think about how he was raised, he was taken into space, raised by this group of ravagers who obviously are not parents. They're not teaching their children how to do things. They're not teaching them how to balance their emotions. They're probably very like primal people that are just all about attacking and, and whatever. When you think about that, you kind of have to understand his mentality of where he's coming from. Like he, his impulse like drives a lot of his character. So when you think about like the love of his life, he finds out that she's like gone and he couldn't even do anything about it. I guess I understand the emotional reaction. Does it make it right? No, but I kind of get where he's coming from. Yeah, I do too. Like he's, he's only human. Yeah. An alien world. So you can't, you can't really blame him too much, but at the same time, he still did it. Exactly. You still did it, Peter. (laughs) Yeah. Still on you. That's it. Like, you know, he's a guardians of the galaxy, you know, duty first and then emotions later. He did lose Gamora, but it's like, Come on, man. Half of the universe was pulling for you and you're upset about your girlfriend. I think that Star-Lord messing up with Thanos, getting into his feelings, I think it really did 
soiled the idea of him for a lot of fans in general. Because even I'm like, all right, he can die in this movie. It, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, he can die. I'm good. I've had enough. I, I totally agree. I feel like Star-Lord really needs to redeem himself in this new movie. Like, I feel like that's really, like, integral to the character. There's so many thoughts I have surrounding Guardians right now. Like, I, I just, I have so many thoughts on everything going on, but we'll get into those next. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing Rocket. You everywhere. hate him. That's hilarious. I, I didn't hate him, like, a month ago. Now I hate him. I just get out of here. We're, we've had enough. Oh my gosh, what? I love Rocket. I want him to live more than anyone. Like I know, me too. I have Rocket fatigue. I mean, Peter obviously can, you know, die, but Rocket, he's the one that needs to live. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter can die. I mean, I love the Guardians for different reasons. Like, I love, you know, I love I love them all for different reasons. I mean, Peter, I, I will admit, I'd like yeah. him at least. <laughs> All right, and that brings us to our news roundup. So, Cody, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with the first one? Uh, so Kristen Ritter discusses wanting to return as Jessica Jones. She quotes, I have no idea. I hope so. I think that people love Jessica. I know because I live it. Marvel is so secretive. I am just putting it out there that, of course, I would want to be in there. I would have to have my boots and jacket back. I love Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. I want her back 100%. Yeah, she was well, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we all want her back. She, ma'am, you're not breaking news here. I'll fight for her. She's, that's the, like, we already have Daredevil. We have the Punisher. That's all I need. That's all. Luke Cage is great and all, but I need this one. Back. I need her. Definitely. I'm, I'm excited. I know it's been rumored for a while now. I think that Marvel just needs to, like, release that she's going to be in The Punisher. Like, I'm manifesting it. It's going to happen. She wants it. She's like, I live it because people probably come up to her and ask her a million times if she's going to be Jessica Jones again. The fans are wanting it. Marvel's going to do it. So let's stop pretending. Let's just make this official. Oh, yeah. I feel like she's going to be in a Daredevil because she is a private eye. Wouldn't she be in a lawyer show? That'd be perfect for her. That would be perfect, yeah. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I'll take her anywhere. I'll take her in a commercial about Marvel. I don't care. Just give me something. Just give me something. Yeah, it's just something. Some little crumbs. Please, Marvel. We just need Jessica Jones. Please. So, taking us into our next piece of news, the villain Rhino is confirmed to be in Craven, played by Alessandro Nivola, as I mentioned before. And as reported by Discussing Film in the teaser trailer shown at CinemaCon, they inject themselves with a serum. An unidentified figure is heard saying, don't you want to know why they call me the Rhino? As he starts to transform into a huge rhino monster. So I'm psyched for that. That's, uh, ah, I'm so excited. Mm. Why? Tell us. <laughs> I'm still iffy on it, but I, I just don't know. I'm... I'm waiting for. I don't think I saw the. We didn't sneak either. Peek or anything, but I'm just from what he, from what I heard. I just it's. I'm That's not okay. looking really to the it. whole movie or Rhino specifically. Yeah, <laughs> just the whole movie. I'm selfish. I kind of want Aaron back as Quicksilver in the MCU. Hundred so. percent. Agree with that. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. So 
I mean, I mean, I uh, back to Craven. I guess we're going off topic, but I say he does look the part, but I still think he's Quicksilver to me. So, yeah, I he never got his due as Quicksilver. It still bothers me. I agree. No, he yeah, did not. we got only a taste of it, and then it, he was just used as something to piss Wanda off for the future. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then they have Evan Peters and WandaVision, like a slap in the face. That was kind of a slap. Yeah. It was. What was his name in it? Boner? Ralph Ralph Boner. Boner. That was Ralph Boner. Yeah. Just so So ridiculous. I'm hoping that they resolve (laughs) that and make it better in Agatha Coven of Chaos. Yes. I hope so, too. Moving on to Across the Spider-Verse has cameos that even the cast doesn't know about. The co-director, Joaquin Dos Santos, I can't wait for people to hear who voices him. It still hasn't been released, but I love our Scarlet Spider actor. Not even the actors know. Everyone is sworn to secrecy, and they record alone, so most of them are discovering with the public who is in the film that they've been making. Their reactions have been pretty hilarious. So (laughs) I saw today they've revealed who the Scarlet Spider Spider actor is going to be, and it's going to be spoiler alert. It's going to be Andy Samberg. <laughs> oh my god! And I didn't see that. <laughs> so it's being speculated that it's Andy Samberg as Scarlet Spider. There's been a lot of rumors that that's who the secret cameo is. And if this is who they're building up, Andy Samberg, I'm very disappointed because why do I care about Andy Samberg? Why is that a cool cameo? Like why? Why? What? What? I love him. Oh boy. You leave him alone. <laughs> I not look. I mean, he. I don't dislike him. I just don't understand why they're hyping it up to be like, oh my god. I was like, oh, Scarlet Spider is gonna be like, I don't know, like someone crazy. And then it's like Andy Samberg. You know what I mean? Like I feel like they hyped it up to yeah. be like this big, like mega star. And it's like, oh, just Andy Samberg. Well, it still is speculation. It could be someone wild, but that's dis- true. Despite that's what true. Max says, I hope it's Andy yeah. Samberg. <laughs> now you're gonna hope on purpose <laughs> out of spite <laughs> this is a spiteful hope do you like andy samberg cody um he's he's okay you know i'm i've only seen a couple episodes of brooklyn uh, nine brooklyn nine nine he's in <laughs> yes it's funny i know he's funny but i just I, I'm with Max. I don't see the, the hype. Thank but, you. Mm-hmm. Wow. Andy it Samberg. really it really is the people closest so. to you, isn't it? <laughs> You're damn right it is, Megan. Enjoy that betrayal. <laughs> just stab in the heart. <laughs> no, I mean, like like I said, I don't dislike him. I just think that it's a lot of hype for, for someone like him. I don't know. That's just my taste. Yeah. But, like, watch Megan now is going to whip out her, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine merch or her, like, Funkos and, like, <laughs> how dare you? And all the quotes and everything. I'm going to go hate watch. <laughs> I'm going to go hate watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine because of you two. You fueled me. <laughs> well, I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Mister, I've only seen a few episodes. No, I, I can't. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say you should go hate watch the Lord of the Rings. Don't start that here. We don't have enough topic. time. I forgot. Don't bring that. Yeah, those, don't bring those rings here, Cody. Don't you bring those rings here. Nope. My internet can't Done. take it. We can't do this. <laughs> oh, God. I know. No. no, we cannot. No, we cannot. And our last one is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumanium. It's finally coming to Disney Plus May 17th. Better late than never. So. Doesn't it feel like it's been a long time? It's been. Like, it feels... 
It's been Oddly longer. Long. Oh, Cody, stirring up trouble here. Uh, not to me, anyway. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, usually it's, what, 45 <laughs> days? And then they're on? I, something like that. But yes. it felt like something this was like three months. Yeah. It yeah. felt like a really long time. It was. It, it did. They did it longer this yeah. time. And I'm confused. Everyone's saying it's because they're milking some cash cow. I don't understand that. So we're, let's just be happy it's coming. You know. Yeah. I am excited to finally get yeah. to rewatch it. I only saw it the one time in theaters, and I can't wait to just dissect all the little nuggets that I didn't get to see the first time, you know, when you're in the hype of being in a theater and all that. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yes, me too. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. And that's a wrap on Mediaverse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, join our non-toxic Facebook group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us on Twitter at MediaverseCU and on Instagram and YouTube at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Our new episodes premiere Wednesdays on Spotify. Thanks for tuning in and goodbye for now. Bye, guys. And I would just like to say <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on. This was great. We love having you. I hope we get to see you back. We did. It was so much fun. Yes. Thank you. Soon. You guys yes, please. Fun. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.